Welcome to Success Hackers, cracking the entrepreneurial code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Success Hackers, cracking the entrepreneurial code number eight. Success Hackers is brought to you by Meet Advisors, empowering business through advice. Scott Hansen here. My fellow entrepreneurs, are you ready to play big today? On Success Hackers, we are all about empowering you to not only play big, but to start 10xing your mindset and your business. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Dave Kirpin. Dave, are you ready to rock? Let's rock. Awesome, man. Awesome. So Dave Kirpin is the CEO of Likeable Local, an award-winning social media and word-of-mouth marketing firm with triple-digit revenue growth for four consecutive years. Just a few of his clients include Verizon, 1-800-Flowers.com, Neutrogena, Logitech, The Pampered Chef, GE, Medtronic, Restaurant.com, and Heineken. Likeable Media was named to both the 2011 and 2012 Inc. 500 list of fastest growing private companies in the United States. Dave blogs twice a week on LinkedIn as part of LinkedIn's Thought Leader program and is one of the most followed people in the world on LinkedIn with more than 500,000 followers. Dave has also been featured on CNBC's On the Money, BBC, ABC World News Tonight, and the CBS Early Show. Dave is also a New York Times bestselling author. His book is titled Likeable Social Media, How to Delight Your Customers, Create an Irresistible Brand, and Be Generally Amazing on Facebook and Other Social Networks. Dave Kirpin, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you. Yeah, thank you so much, Scott. Great to be here. Absolutely. My God, I mean, that resume, I could have gone and gone and gone and gone. That is some resume. So, Dave, with all these followers on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, is it safe to say that you are the king of social media? <laughs> well, you know, I I, uh, I wouldn't give myself the title, but I'm, I've been very, very blessed by uh, uh, the following, and I got in really early, I guess, and I'm super thrilled to have a great uh, community. I am so excited for this interview. I know that Hacker Nation is going to get so much value, and I have so many questions for you, but I shared with Hacker Nation just a little bit about you and your background, but would love for you to share more about you and Likeable Local to our audience. Sure, sure. So um, my, my, I have two companies now, but the one I'm primarily focused on is Likeable Local. That's um, a uh, software that helps manage social media. It's, um, it's a real challenge for uh, small businesses and entrepreneurs out there to manage the day-to-day of social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera. And most folks don't have the time or money 
to manage it all. And so we, we built software that makes it really easy to do that. And uh, we launched that company two years ago, and we've grown it a lot since then. And, and, and that's what I'm really focused on on a day-in, day-out basis. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So, Dave, when you and your team sits down with a prospective client, a small business owner, as you mentioned, and you tell them how important it is to be using social media for business, I'm sure most of them will say something along the lines of, hey, Dave, I know we need to be on it but we don't really know what to do. I'm a chiropractor or I own a restaurant or I'm a lawyer. I need to focus my time on doing that, not spending hours a day on social media. What do you say to that person? Well, you know, to to anyone that says they don't have time for it, I say, well, of course you don't have time for it because you don't see the value in the time. And until you see the value, you're not going to, you're not going to put in the time. The bottom line is um, for, for the time that I've put into social media, I've been able to reap literally millions of dollars worth of business. For those people, once they get it, once they start to put in time, once they start to get referrals, if you're a chiropractor or attorney, for instance, or new, new people in the door, if you're a restaurant, then you start to see, okay, this is working for me. Let me invest more time in it and continue to scale up what's working. So I know, again, people understand what you're saying. I'm sure as they're listening, they're saying, I get it. Social media has been around. It will continue to be around. It allows the smaller business to really play on an international scale. But where do I start out either through Twitter or through LinkedIn? If someone's listening saying, Dave, man, you are are the man when it comes to LinkedIn and you know, and we'll get into this in the show that you're being followed by, I think you have over 42,000 followers alone on Twitter. He's really good at, at, at all of this social media, but me, I'm brand new. What's the first step? Sure. So the first thing is to figure out where your audience is, where your customers and prospects are. So you don't necessarily have to be everywhere. Um, if, you're, if you're a lawyer, you probably should be on LinkedIn. If you're a blogger, you probably should be on Twitter. If you're an e-commerce startup, you probably should be on Pinterest. You know, so, so it's a matter of thinking about where your audience is. And if you don't know where your audience is, where your customers are, where your prospects are, ask them. Ask the simple question and figure that out. And that will help you know where to start. And then once you start on that, that most important network for you, um, start by listening. Start by paying attention to what other people are saying and tracking keywords and starting to make the connections between who's on there and what it is that they want and want to talk about. And that'll help you start to inform your content strategy. I love that because, you know, we take a look at all these social media platforms. It's like, well, again, I know I need to be on there. What do I need to do? All that. But I I don't know where to go. I love what you said about focusing on who your target is and then sort of reverse engineering from that. Is that what I'm hearing? Exactly. Uh, there's a line in the, in, in the movie, The Social Network, you know what's cooler than a million dollars, a billion dollars. Well, my line is kind of the opposite. You know what's cooler than reaching a billion people on Facebook? Reaching the right thousand or the right hundred or the right ten that are really going to help you grow your business. Oh, great stuff. I think that you'd agree, Dave, that passion is such an important ingredient when it comes to being successful. I always say that once you find that one thing that calls to you, it really doesn't even feel like work. I mean, you're going to work harder than you've ever worked before, but it feels differently. You feel like you're aligned. You feel like you're on purpose. And you actually feel like what I call it swimming with the current versus going against it. You're obviously 
very passionate about marketing, especially involving social media. Tell Hacker Nation why you're so passionate about social media when it comes to business. First of all, I'm passionate about passion. You sort of got that right. Passion is absolutely essential. And if you don't have tons of passion about what you're doing right now, I would urge any listeners to drop it and figure out what you're passionate about. And it doesn't matter how old you are. It's never too early and it's never too late to really truly follow your passion. I'm passionate about social media because it's a great equalizer. I'm passionate about social media because it allows anyone with a with a smartphone to change the world, build their brand, impact others, build community. We didn't have anything like that 10 years ago. We didn't have anything like that, you know, when I was growing up. And now it truly is possible for anyone across the world to uh, build a business, build a brand, and and, and social media can be a huge, huge part of that. Yeah, and I love what you said. It's the great equalizer. And one of the things that, you know, what I'm doing in my business practice and my business coaching practices, I also have clients come to me and say, Scott, same thing as I mentioned to you before is how do I do this? How do I make this happen? I know I got to be on it, but I love what you said is that it, it is the great equalizer. And if you focus and then learn from there, I think you can truly develop a social following in a matter of not that long of a time. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, that's right. Focus is really important. So so often folks are sort of uh, too, too unfocused. And if you can really focus in on the one or two things that you want to do and the, the one or two groups that you want to do that for, that, that'll be very, very helpful. So we have a portion on the show called Fail Forward Stage. And failing in business, Dave, is obviously simply part of what we call the success equation. Take us back to a time, maybe a darker time in your entrepreneurial journey, maybe a time in your life where you fell down and you failed. And maybe there was a time when you didn't feel like continuing to push forward, but you did. And because you did, because you failed forward, you actually were able to use that as fuel to your success fire? Certainly part of entrepreneurship is failing, failing uh, a lot. And I, I prefer to think of, of failure as just lots and lots of little mistakes on the way to learning and, and, and continuous improvement. Uh, that said, you know, this isn't the first time that I've launched a uh, product for small businesses um, for, in social media, actually. Really early on, we launched something called the Page Starter under my first company, Likeable Media, and uh, it really didn't work. It, it was a failure, and we had the best of intentions and the best, uh, I thought, the best plan, but I think it was too early, and the time timing is very, very important in business. And so we failed at it, but I, I continued to think about my vision for helping small businesses, and you know, probably three years later came back to the table with a very similar concept to uh, the page starter, which was our original product, and, and launched Likeable Local, launched a whole new company. And, and, and the second time around, the timing was much, much better. And, and so the results have been much better. So I learned how important timing is and how important persistence is because sometimes time isn't right, but you have to come back a little bit later. I love that because you said that timing is so important, which by the way, I agree with 100%. You might have a great product or a great business. It's just not the right time right now. But what you did was you actually said it wasn't the right timing. We were on to something special. Let's tweak it here. Let's do this. Let's make it a little bit different. And then now you have this huge company. Was there a time in that period when you maybe looked in the mirror and said, I don't know if what I'm doing is going to work? Or did you just say, you know what, this is just part of the learning curve and I know we'll figure this out? 
I look at myself in the mirror every day and say, I don't know if, if what I'm doing is going to work. I think that it's really important to, to look at yourself with a very critical eye. And there's a difference between self-doubt and looking at yourself with a critical eye. So I, I, as confident as I am about the future, I'm, I'm always questioning things and always asking myself how I can do things better. And I think that's really important. So um, I really, I'm all about embracing self-doubt, embracing fear, embracing um, challenges as they come and, 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 and tackling them head on. Great stuff. We also have a portion of the show, Dave, called the light bulb moment. Share a moment when you knew that you were on to something big. It wasn't just a dream anymore, but your business actually became a reality. In your case, maybe it was a time when you realized that this thing called social media isn't just for posting photos of your kids or maybe what you had for dinner last night, but man, it could actually be used to truly drive a business. Yeah, I mean, I think um, at the risk of sounding uh, a little bit full of myself. For me, the biggest moment was after we hit our first million dollars in revenue. What we were doing was going really well, but you know, for me, you know, I grew up a you know, pretty poor kid in Brooklyn, New York. I never really thought I was going to be in business when I was a kid, and you know, to sort of hit that million dollar mark, I just felt like a really big milestone. And, it, and, and, and for the first time ever after that, I was like, Okay, this is a real business. This is this is a real business. <laughs> That's awesome. So once you hit the million, is it true that the first million is the toughest, Dave? I, I would say absolutely. I mean, look, nothing's easy in life. <laughs> it's not <laughs> as if you know the second, third, fourth, fifth, etc. gets uh, too much easier. But I think that in building any business, you got to start somewhere, and, and there's a lot of grinding early on, and a little bit less grinding later on. So, I, I, yeah, I would say that, that, that the first million is the toughest. So staying sort of around the passion play, I know that business for you is really important, impacting people, helping business owners, speaking. I know you do all of these things, but I also know that you have another passion, which of course is your family. Speak very briefly about the importance in your world about having such a great support system. And as you're climbing up success ladder I'm sure your kids and your wife sometimes need to ground you and say, Dave, come back down to earth. Is that true? <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm very, very fortunate. So after that first million, I, I joined a, an organization called Entrepreneurs Organization, EO. It's a wonderful, wonderful org. And one of the things that I did in EO, I built a life map. And it's a Venn diagram. If you remember back in math, in the school days, you know, three overlapping circles here. And I've got my businesses, my personal brand and my family. Those are the three areas of my life. And essentially what I'm always doing is optimizing for getting as much overlap as possible. So if I can keynote a speech in Hawaii and bring my family and generate a lot of business from that, then I've got all three things operating. And obviously that's not possible every single day, but my family ultimately is the most important thing to me. And I work very, very hard to prioritize my decisions and my, every single minute that I spend in order to uh, optimize for those, those three categories. And I love that because it is so important. I remember a long time ago when I was a young man, my dad said to me, one of the most important things in life besides health 
is having the right partner, the right support system. Obviously, you have this thriving business that takes you all over the world. You're impacting people in all different ways. But then you come home and you have this amazing support system that you can rely on your wife, your kids to say, hey, dad, hey, honey, you know what? It's okay. We'll get them tomorrow. Yeah, well, you know, they say behind every uh, great man is a great woman. Um, I married up at least two levels, probably three <laughs> levels. My wife is by far the smart one and certainly the the beautiful one in the family, and uh, I'm very, very fortunate. I mean, she's my, she's my business partner, and if it weren't for her, I would not have been able to take the leap from – our first company, Likeable Media, to Likeable Local, because she she essentially took over that first company, and yeah, I'm just I'm so so fortunate, and I realize that not everyone has that, but it's it's really really wonderful to have that, that support system that you talked about. And my kids are a little young to be a support system, but I'll tell you, they are terrific young ladies, and they're very entrepreneurial as well. My older daughter started uh, her first business uh, two years ago. We went down to the local farmers market about two blocks from our house. She was very hot and, and she noticed there was nothing to drink. She said to me, Daddy, there's nothing to drink here. And I, I said, you're right. What are you going to do about it? She said, I don't know. I could start a lemonade stand. And I said, great idea. Next thing we knew, we got a permit and uh, she opened up a lemonade stand. And a lot of kids open up lemonade stands, but you know they're right in front of the house. So the only people that are buying from the lemonade stand are, are, are the, their parents you know, and like the neighbors that you nag. Well, my daughter... Open up a lemonade stand right in the heart of uh, the, the town with farmer's market. Lots of built-in traffic. And, you know, at nine years old, she made $2,000 uh, that summer. So I love entrepreneurial spirit, and I'm really thrilled that we've been able to build that in our, in our kids as well. I love that. She actually opened up not only a traditional, as you mentioned, a lemonade stand on your block or on the sidewalk next to your house. She said, you know what, Daddy? We're walking around here, and uh, man, I'm thirsty. We need to do something about it. And you say, well, what are you going to do about it? She said, let's open up a lemonade stand right here with the most traffic, and she made $2,000. That's incredible. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool, and, 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 and it's funny because people sort of get caught up in like, what am I going to do to make money? How am I going to build a business? And, and it's really quite simple. You have to think about problems that people have, maybe even a problem that you have, and then think of a solution. And as long as you can solve problems, then you can build a business. I love that. As long as you can solve problems, you can build a business. Great stuff. The premise of the show, Dave, as you know, is to not only empower current or would-be entrepreneurs, but also to share certain shortcuts or hacks on how they might be able to get their business to the next level quicker. I mean, being a guy that has over 500,000 followers on LinkedIn, has over 42,000 followers on Twitter, I would love for you to give our Hacker Nation maybe one or two success hacks or strategies on how they can use social media in business effectively. Sure. So I I think uh, one thing is there are a lot of great tools that you can use. uh, Automate your content to share more content. We have a great free tool, uh, Likeable Local, and uh, Listeners can get can get that for free at uh, likeablevip.com, um, and there and there are other tools like that. And let me give you a second hack that's really very counterintuitive. I use social media a lot to introduce people, and I like to introduce people to others that I think can 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 help each other, especially when I have nothing to do with it. So if I can introduce two people, help at least one of them, maybe ideally both of them, and connect those people, they're going to appreciate that I did that, and they're going to thank me later. And then if and when I do need them at some point, they're going to be there for me. So it's really very, very simple, but help people first, 
introduce people first, and then later on, they'll, they'll be just thrilled to help you when you need it. Help people first. I love that. Servant mentality first. Also, you mentioned the website that they can get a free tool. Which was the website again? It's a likablevip.com. Uh, you know what? I'll set up a code for you. Use the code SUCCESSHACKERS and I'll give away six free months. Oh, that's great. Likablevip.com. Appreciate that. That's awesome. Thank you, Dave, for doing that. So I'm not going to let you off the hook that quickly yet. Is there one trick or success hack Let's say as an example of Twitter, maybe someone's been on Twitter, but they're like, I don't know what to do on Twitter. I know you mentioned earlier about focusing on who your target audience is, but is there maybe a certain strategy, a certain hashtag, a certain way to connect people? You know, you can only follow so many people and you, you have to maintain a good ratio. You really can't follow more people than, than follow uh, you. Uh, so I would say, you know, I wish there was an easy, um, an easy trick. There really is no shortcut. The most important thing is to uh, engage with people. One thing is that you'd be surprised how easy it is to get people to engage with you back. I've had some great conversations with everyone from senators to celebrities to CEOs. And Twitter specifically and social media in general have made people much, much more accessible. So you don't know until you try. It's definitely worth trying to engage with anyone and everyone that makes sense for you and your business. Awesome. Great stuff. So Dave, we are going to shift gears and we are going to enter what's called the randomness round. I'm going to ask you some questions and I want you to fire off whatever comes to your mind first. So Dave Kirpin, are you ready for the randomness round? Sure. So the best advice that you've ever received? Hire slow, fire fast. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? I write three handwritten thank you cards every single morning. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self give your 25-year-old self? Go for it. Feel the fear and go for it anyway. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed to your success? Persistence. And the last question of the randomness round, Dave, what's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I am an excellent paddle tennis player. (laughs) When is the last time you played paddle tennis, Dave Kirpin? It's been a long time, Scott, but uh, I had at least one summer in which I played some serious paddle tennis. I sharpened my skills. And frankly, I've been looking for a good paddle tennis court ever since. (laughs) Can you tell our listeners where this paddle court was that you played and sharpen your skills? Yes, sir. It was uh, in a a beautiful uh, home in Acapulco Bay. You know it's a nice home when it has a name. It was called the Arabesque. Okay. Uh, A a beautiful home. I think it's worth about $35 million. Wow. Um, Although I could be wrong, give or take, say, $5 million on that. Apparently, paddle tennis is much bigger in Mexico than it is, say, in New York. Mm. So this has been incredible, Dave. Thank you so much for your time sharing these awesome success strategies and success hacks with Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? All things likable. Fortunately, we chose a name. Uh, a word that that uh, we've been able to own. So if you Google likable from uh, likable media for big businesses to likable local t- for small businesses to likable social media and likable business and likable leadership for my books, 
you know, responsiveness is one of my core values. So even though I get over a thousand messages on uh, Facebook and Twitter every single week, I respond to each and every one. So feel free to shoot me a message on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn as well. And again, where can they find you on Twitter? I'm sure it's not hard, but again, where can they find yeah, it's you? All, it's all my name. It's at Dave Kerpen, K-E-R-P-E-N, pretty much everywhere. So as long as you put that E in there, uh, you'll be good. Fantastic, fantastic. So Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Mr. Dave Kerpen, along with other really cool resources that we have on the site. Also, don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review. You can do this by going to successhackers.net, clicking on the iTunes tab, and then clicking subscribe to the show on the iTunes page. By doing this, you will allow the show to grow and in turn really help us impact more people from across the globe that are looking to play big in life and in business. You can also follow me and the show on Twitter at scotthanson 1210 at Scott Hansen 1210. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.